0: What are you afraid of? Welcome back to After Our Happy Hour. We are your chaotic but cathartic co-host. I'm Vicky. I'm Jamila. I'm Sharon. And today, we're gonna do my favorite topic of all the things that we are afraid of, but specifically irrational fears. I see irrational fears at things that are very normal, and then you're just afraid of them for some specific reason because trauma or, I don't know, fear of something. My example would be my fear of balloons. That's freaking irrational. But then it comes from trauma. Well, that's why we can just bucket this topic in just fear. Fear? Yeah. I recently discovered—not recently, maybe like the last three years of my life—I have fear of heights. <laughs> Trans vlogging. Oh yeah, dude! When we were in Korea, in Busan, there's this place we went to, and then there's this little walkway that's kind of like see-through, and the entire walkway is like really elevated up, 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 up the sea. And I'm just walking through it, and then all of a sudden, sure, I tur- <laughs> and all of a sudden, out of this vlog. <laughs> Or out of this podcast sorry i'm not even <laughs> filming going. sorry keep going <laughs> go jam go go jam go and, and then, then i was <laughs> <laughs> and then i was walking and then i turned back and vicky was just standing there like crouched down like not being able to walk across the whole thing it was funnier in person i explained it terribly <laughs> I know this is not a rational fear, but now I understand what people are like. I literally cannot control it because my legs get weak. I understand that feeling now. I don't know where it came from, though, because I used to not be scared of heights. And then now I'm like, I'm going to die. Well, now that Sharon can finally join us. Sorry. Now that she can finally join us, well she tell us how we segue into it? (laughs) Okay, I guess we were just trying to figure out what to film. And so we were like, let's just talk about what we're afraid of. So let's talk about irrational fears. But then we're like, what exactly is irrational fears? So let's just talk about things that we're scared of in general. Wait, can you tell us how you were deaf for a brief second? Because mm. that might oh, be yeah. a new fear that you're gonna tell <laughs> gonna steal to me. I just say it runs in the family, but it could also just because I used to listen to music really loud. But like every now and then, starting from a couple of days ago, I'd get like a little pain sensation in my ear. I don't know how to describe it. It's not like a throbbing pain. It's just like a quick second of like, and then it's gone. Stop pain. Yeah. Sharp pain. And then one day, my, I was going to say vision. My, what is this called? My hearing on my right ear Right eye. <laughs> my hearing <laughs> on my right ear just went a little bit more dim. So it just sounded like I was covering like my right ear. And I was kind of concerned. When I went to the gym and I came back and took a shower. I heard that moisture or like steam helps. And then I came out of the shower, I completely forgot about it. And then I could hear again. Okay, I think that you might just have a buildup of earwax. I hope so. Instead of, I'm developing deafness. How loud do you listen to your music? I don't listen to it loud all anymore. The way up. No, I don't. Not anymore. It's definitely oh. less than half. Okay, to be fair, I think I have really shitty ear technology. So, like, even at the loudest, it's still really quiet, or I might be deaf, but I listen to it all the way up. All the way? Yeah. Even if your beats yeah beats and airpods I've never listened to all the way up with my beats oh bro, that should be blasting in my ear that's bad for you Vicky dang that might be my new fear going deaf Dude, yeah it actually is for me it's crazy though because you guys have been to more events than I have and I think yeah. I probably have the worst hearing out of all three of us I think I have pretty good hearing like, I could always hear what my parents were talking shit about me <laughs> <laughs> No, also, oh my God, I feel like I'm good hearing. Maybe the walls are thin, but my room downstairs is like right up, right below my parents' room, right? And sometimes when it's like really quiet, I could hear my dad snore. Uh, I thought it was going to be something else. I'm like, I don't want to (laughs) know. Anyway, someone want to share an actual (laughs) fear? I I have a fear. I have a fear. Solitary confinement. (gasps) Ah, <gasps> that's Jam's new discovery. <laughs> I think that's my irrational fear. I cannot be in solitary confinement. I'll. We talked about this, but I'll never commit a crime. You know what's even scarier? Solitary confinement in pitch dark. I would go insane. Dude, have you seen those videos where it's just like, oh, I'm in the darkest room for whatever? Or quietest room. They're in the quietest room for however long. And they're crazy. I'm like curious as to why that is. Is it because it's so quiet that you can hear like everything? Yeah, you start hallucinating. Because like people are like, it's so quiet. You can hear your blood moving. And it, like you psych yourself out. See, this is why. I mean, I would want neither. But I'd rather be blind than deaf. I don't know. Something about everything being quiet around me just scares the shit out of me. <gasps> Dude, when I can only my intrusive thoughts. (laughs) I would not be alive. So you'd rather be blind than deaf. Yeah. Deaf. Yeah. Jam would rather be blind. We've talked about this before. We've yeah. really got no intrusive thoughts. <laughs> it's harder to get You said yeah. it's harder to get around if you can't see. For me I understand, but like just the thought of only being able to hear myself, my thoughts, I would go crazy. Oh. I can't imagine looking at a person and seeing their mouth moving, but I can't imagine their voice. But the thing is, it only spooks us out because we know what it feels like to listen to someone. But for someone who was born deaf, like, they don't know what that feeling is. So they can't compare. So they won't have a fear of it. We only fear it because we know what is like on the other side. Yeah, if I lost my hearing right now, I would... Yeah. I think if I develop either, I would just... <sighs> yeah. Okay, I'll listen to my music at 50% now. I was listening to one of, or I was watching one of like Stephanie Sue's videos, right? And she was talking about this man who basically had like a really rough upbringing. So trauma, his parents would beat him. So he went after abusers pretty much. And then he basically is the longest or he breaks world record of like he's been in solitary confinement the longest or something like that. Like he only gets one hour a day, I think, outside. He can't do anything even with the guard. He's alone. 40 plus years, I think, of solitary confinement. He's in jail? Yeah. Because he killed abusers? I guess the way that he killed them is like very, very gory and stuff. Oh, oh my god. But like he also seeked out psychiatric help. Basically, all kinds of systems just failed him. So it's a reflection of the system, not necessarily him. Because he sought out help. Like I'm going to kill people, like please help me kind of thing. And they deny it and stuff. But just <gasps> like, like solitary confinement, 40 plus years. That's, I just kill me, please. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that, I think I think that's the punishment because they're like, oh, you kill all these people. So we have to put you in a form of like... Because death is like, to some people, it's like a quick that's relief. so extreme. The intention behind him is like, one, the system failed him. But also like, he killed bad people we sympathize with it because like his intentions are good but if you were to take like an other serial killer and we put them in solitary confinement then we have like absolutely nothing but, Like, oh they deserve it so it's just because yeah. that like, then that that's person. like an actual punishment for them because yeah. they're killing like for no reason but he has a reason yeah solitary confinement i do join you on that Jim. i wouldn't want that on that note i have a fear of not dying we all talk about this if we get to a certain age and we like want to not be here anymore, but we can't because the life expectancy is so much higher nowadays. Yep. Hell not. Take me out at 60. <laughs> 65. Like I feel like if I lived a really good life, 80, I'm pretty good. Unless I'm like living the life I am really want to be living, then I want higher life expectancy. But if you guys like pass away before me, I'll be really sad. I talked about this like I need to be away I'm gonna be gone before you guys around the same time you know we gotta plan this out plan (laughs) (laughs) universe do your thing take us out (laughs) listen to us now please we're manifesting remember me first me first (laughs) You selfish. But it's not even that. I have a fear that I'll get into an accident and it doesn't like take me out, but it'll take part of me out. Like I'm a vegetable. I don't know, some part. Like I will require someone to take care of me. At that point, dude, yeah. I need the option to eat myself off earth because I don't want to be a burden. Yeah. See, you know what I'm scared of? I think this is after watching. Remember when we were in Seattle? We were watching that cheerleader who had an accident? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was a cheerleader, her name was Michaela, and then she had she just did a flip, like a regular kind of tumbling flip, and then she landed wrong and she basically snapped her neck, her C4, I think. And so she became like completely paralyzed from the neck down. I'm just like, I dude, oh. see there's a saying that like What is it called? Like God gives the strongest warriors the hardest test or something. I'm like, I'm not a strong warrior, so please don't test me because there's so many people of like recovery stories and like they stayed so strong and they fought through everything. I'm like, dude, if I was in that situation, just like let me go. I don't wanna fight. I'm not a fighter. Dude, I I think about that all the time. How people are like, oh my god, be strong. Like, you can do it. I have fortunately have not gone through that much shit. But if I had to, I would not be here. I am not a fighter. I would give up so easily. Like, I can barely do basic human shit without being like, take me out. (laughs) Imagine if like, (laughs) imagine if I had hella challenges. Like, nah, dude, same. Anyway, we're (laughs) grateful for life, but we're just not God's strongest soldiers here, okay? All right, Vicky, you want to explain your fear of balloons? I feel like everyone knows this, but I am scared of balloons, specifically latex balloons, (laughs) like those Dollar Tree cheap balloons. The expensive one that's like plastic foil one, not afraid of it specifically the latex one that looks like it will pop at any moment and it comes from trauma because my dear mother when we were children thought it was a fun game to tie those balloons around our ankles and then it was me and my cousins and we'd run around and try to pop each other's balloons like stomping on it i am the youngest on every aspect of our family and i was a small child that shit was traumatizing having like (gasps) men like run around trying to stomp on my balloon and i was Like, no, and I remember I would cry, or I'd either like go to my mom and be like, I don't want to play this anymore. And she would be like, It's so easy, and stop my balloon when she was my safety zone. And she would just be like, Look, it's so easy. So now I, I can't do balloons. What if they're guaranteed not to pop? It would still like freak me out. I think seeing how thin and like flimsy they are freaks me out, especially like clear balloons. Oh my god, just thinking about it gives me the heebie jeebies. What about condoms? When you blow it up, oh my god, I would freak out. Oh, shit. Yeah. But no man is dick. For Vicky's next birthday, let's just blow her a bunch of condom balloons. I would not enter that room. I know, isn't it bad that there's a part of me that wants Jam to experience some sort of solitary confinement and then me just put balloons all over Vicky? sorry don't sharon, play with people's iconic. comments <laughs> hey sharon are you scared of anything yes i have an irrational fear that i've been wanting to share with you guys but i haven't because we need to talk about it, in the podcast. it okay so i live by myself and there's no reason for people to come to my apartment like if i dis what is it disassociate yeah. sometimes like clothes everywhere dishes everywhere maybe right so i have this fear that one day my apartment will be just unorganized or like messy and i have a freak accident in my apartment where i die or like i need help and then someone needs to come get me, like one of my friends, and they come in and they're like, see, my first thought process isn't, oh my god, Sharon, are you okay? It's, oh my god, Sharon lives like this. Yeah, that's my fear. That's crazy because you're not even dirty or messy. <laughs> you're probably one of the cleanest people I know. No, I know, but like sometimes it's just like, if I'm not in a good headspace, like things will just pile up. Oh yeah, like bed not made clothes everywhere things like not tucked into like cupboards and it's just like visually chaotic imagine having to come retrieve my body and then be like yeah that is a very irrational fear because i would not think that like yeah, there's, have problems. there's dirty i had a friend who also goes through things like that so she's like you need to sporadically tell me you're gonna come out of nowhere mm-hmm. so that i could hyper like fixate on yeah, cleaning yeah, yeah. i've done that before i'm fine it's just like a fear kind of like a fear of something happening to me in my own apartment what can possibly happen to you slip in the shower i'll freaking i don't know just have a seizure or like something. freak accidents yeah dude yeah. and i don't leave my apartment anyway so how is anybody gonna know that i'm dead that's true sometimes when you don't reply one or two days i'm like where'd sharon go Actually, that should be our accountability, you know? If we don't reply in one to two days, and then if you don't pick up the calls, we'll assume you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be easier for us to figure it out. Yeah. Anyway. I don't think this is irrational, but like living alone, one of my fears is going home and waiting for my door to close, but suddenly like a hand shoots out and holds my door and then attacks me. So I always, even if I'm not living alone, I will close the door immediately after me and then hold the handle and lock it before I do anything else. That's not irrational. That's just problems of being a girl. Yeah. I've seen too many videos where guys will catch the door closing and then some shit will happen to the girl. Yeah. Yeah. This I is why it. I just don't even want to live alone. You're a good. No. You, you need no to right. learn these has, things. You Yes, are he coming visit me anyways. We're not gonna be with you like that the, is the whole duration of your lease mechanism like. of some sort. Yeah, we should get Dude, you. That. I'm just like I feel like for those, it's just like, do I even have the reaction time to like Dude, hold yeah, it on? I don't. But at least you, it keeps you feeling safe. Like, I've never used my pepper spray before, but just holding it in my hand makes me feel a little more powerful. Even though, like, will I ever actually spray it? I hope not. Yeah. I'm also afraid of being stuck in a car underwater. Oh. <gasps> I'm just afraid of being stuck underwater. Oh. But specifically a car underwater. Probably won't get out. Can't yeah, get out of yeah. pressure. It's also because I don't know how to swim, so anything underwater, I'm for sure dead. <gasps> i've watched so many videos of like what's the immediate first thing you should do when you are like sinking in water or open an the avalanche. window right yeah open the window or like there's people who leave window shattering tools in oh. their car just in case but an avalanche that's also a fear sometimes avalanche like snow or like snow because i think there's a it's a 20 second window of oh, really? if you're stuck under it and if you don't make it out you're basically dead yeah so like i'm basically dead i don't have 20 second reaction time i will literally look at it and be like oh fuck (laughs) and that's it yeah (laughs) that's that's it gone well at least you're dead 20 seconds like drowning takes a little longer no that's like suffocation yeah 20 seconds and you're like the hope is gone and at that point you're waiting to die then it goes back to like i'm not gonna die immediately so i feel pain yeah see are you guys afraid of death because i definitely am I'm not afraid of death. I'm afraid of the way that I would die. Exactly. Yeah. So leading up to your death, the actual dying part. I think I've come to terms with dying. It's just I don't want the pain, like a painful death if I were I was told that I had terminal illness right now I'd be like sick that's it (laughs) but if I were to be like held at gunshot and that's how I die I'd piss my pants I think it's the other way for me because a terminal illness is just a slow steady painful death versus yeah in the moment gunshot or like just shoot me don't tell me that you're gonna shoot me just shoot me yeah but I feel like there's still that like split second of pain and then you're like eat but then terminal illness you have time to come to terms with it If it's medical, I feel like you can still have it not be bad. No, because you're literally deteriorating. But then there's still like drugs to like to help you with the pain, pain meds. Mm. I heard that people who get shot don't even realize that they've been shot because of the adrenaline. Oh, yeah. We should probably not talk about this. (laughs) There's many trigger warnings to this. I'm sorry. Speaking of water, actually, I think I have a fear of cruises. Why would you go on a cruise? Because it's fun. Ever? No. I have fear because of motion sickness. I feel like I just, if I get motion sickness, like, I can't get off. That's my fear. If you go on a fun cruise, like, it's no. unlimited food. You could pay me so much money and I would never go on a cruise. You're on open water, bro. And if anything happens but to you. But you don't really see it. I don't care. That's what the people on the Titanic said and then they fucking died. You know Titanic's not a true story. It's based on a true- yes it is! It's based on a true story but like the characters are not real. I thought it was like (laughs) this lady had a memoir and then they made Titanic. Oh my god, natural disaster is a fear. (laughs) Oh yeah. I have a deadly fear of earthquakes, bro. Yeah. I um, imagine a big earthquake to being like Breaking Dawn Part 2 where the ground splits in half and then people are just fall in that's basically what a earthquake will be like the 1906 <laughs> and 1989 Shit, my pants wait you guys know that i i lived through one right like a big earthquake right huh like which one a seven i lived through a 7.1 earthquake where in el centro i think we had like three deaths and stuff it was like i think 2010 and it was easter sunday and we got back from church and then i was on my bed and we had an earthquake an earthquake in california is very common right especially in el centro it's like pretty common my mom was coming out of the garage and i was gonna be like mom there's an earthquake and they just got freaking bigger traumatizing and i ran under my desk but my desk is like a slab of wood on top of a drawer and like a, a bookshelf but the thing slid off and it hit my head and then at that point like everyone one of my family was just running outside and afterwards like tv was over cabinets flung everywhere and i think the worst part was afterwards because the aftershocks are very very big common yeah. yeah, and, like, no power, nothing. And, yeah, that was traumatizing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very afraid of earthquakes. I did not know that. I did not either. I told you yeah. guys this. And everyone no, probably thought that Jesus Christ was coming because it was literally on Easter Sunday. <laughs> but yeah. Holy fuck. That's scary. Yeah. Like, where does a human go when the earth cracks open and it falls down the hole? Like, they they fall down into that and then they just, everything just falls. You just fall and you die. Yeah. But I think that has but to be, like, that, huge. That terrifying. For the roads like, to, like, cave in. Yeah, I think it has to be, like, really, really big. Because, like, the SF ones, like, in 1906 1989, that was, like, 8 point something, I think. When people talk about how that's, like, coming up for us, like. Oh, yeah, they said, like, it's supposed <laughs> to come within, like, the next, like, 30 years. See, that's what I'm freaking afraid of. I can't do it again, dude. Like, roll and cover. Not roll. You don't like, roll. hold. Oh, hold. Yeah, I can. Natural disasters, bro. Imagine living somewhere like fucking Kentucky. I actually, I don't know, Kansas. I don't know, where there's like tornadoes common. Tornadoes? Absolutely. Or not, Japan bro. where tsunamis are common. I would buy my pants. So no. I'm not built to survive these things. Same. Did you guys ever watch the movie 2012? No. I oh. think so, but I don't remember it. But it's like natural disasters, no? It's a it's a movie about the end of the world. Like they're like, oh, end of the world is a in 2012, and then basically the movie was just like a bunch of natural disasters happening all around the world. Remember, we were predicted to die in twenty twelve. Yeah, that I was remember the whole school. thing. And then I was sitting there, and I was like, "Oh, I promise I was die," and then didn't die. We're all good. I'm afraid of like being murdered in a very gruesome way. Oh, dude, I watched some gory ass shit. In me too. Yeah. That's actually my most fearful way to die, like being tortured and just can't die if I wanted to die. Dude, yeah, I'm afraid that I'll accidentally like date a psychopath because they're so good at pretending to be human and then at one point they like flip a switch and then they become this... Oh, no, 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 (laughs) I would be so scared. I used to watch a lot of um, SVU Law and Order, Special Victim Unit. Oh my God, I would not sleep at night. I should stop. (laughs) Oh my god, do you guys ever watched What's that nef- documentary on Netflix called Don't Mess With The Cats? Don't... Don't Fuck With The Cats, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, that it's one a really was really good so- documentary. Yeah, but the way that, like, the murder happened, it was very gruesome. Wait, we're not talking about the same documentary. Don't Fuck With Cats is about the internet finding a potential psychopath. Yeah, no, but... No, the psychopath killed people. No. Yeah, he did. No. He killed that one Chinese guy. No, I don't think so. Dude, he did. The ice pigs. No. Because at the end, they caught him because the internet was like he's a potential psychopath because he was hurting animals. I cannot partake in this conversation. Oh, he did. He is murder of Chinese international student Jun Lin. (gasps) Yeah, I remember. Damn, I don't remember that shit. There's no way they'll have made it into such a big documentary if he didn't do something heinous, I feel like, if he just, like, was killing a cat. Oh, see, I thought it was big because it was, like, the power of the internet. You should watch it. So basically, this documentary is about a killer, obviously. It started because he, like, posted videos of him torturing animals and then, like, animal lovers on the internet would watch these videos and use specific screens to track down where he is and what he's doing because they're, like, if he is hurting animals like this, he is gonna be an eventual serial killer because he shows the indication and they would try to get cops to like arrest him before he did anything bad but cops were like sorry like animals are not enough to like prove that he's gonna do something harmful and it's like a whole documentary of like people who would find like there's this vacuum in the background and it's dated from 19 something and only this certain area would sell this and like they would track him down with like the tiniest bits of information and give it to the cops and then eventually they arrested him because of the internet is he in jail yeah he was arrested nice so that was our i actually don't even know if we talked about a lot of fears but i (laughs) guess those are some of our fears i guess they all revolve around potentially dying so let us know if you have any irrational fears or if you could relate to any of ours and we'll see you in the next episode goodbye bye